live from the city of Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday edition, the 34th episode. episode. Oh, 30, we've been doing this mm-hmm. for eight and a half months. Yep. It is madness, my friend. Mm-hmm. Like what you said earlier, like we could have had a child by now. <laughs> there, there could have been a child. Uh, there was literally a child born the second episode. Yep. Uh, Executive Bruiser Samzia's child was born. The, the 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 podcast is one week older than Sam's son, oh, right. uh, Joseph Jojo Zia. There you go. It's insane when you stop and think about it. It really is, man. <laughs> like I, you know, this is the longest I've ever. Stayed with a personal project. Oh, really? I, 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 I've never considered myself to be a creative person. Mm. I, I, I am a consumer of creative product, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that is what I do. I consume, mm-hmm. but I've never been a person who can create. That's why a lot of the the, the, the stuff that I draw. Hold on. Shoot these things out. So try to get rid of that little menu over there on Twitch. Uh, I I've tried to be creative. Mm-hmm. I was because this month uh, on my Facebook memories, it keeps coming up that um, I I did a blog series because mm-hmm. I have attempted oh, this right. whole yeah. blog thing. I, I've attempted to express myself in different mediums using the internet because now that's a thing you can do. Yep. That's a thing that you're that's a thing you're supposed to do nowadays. You're supposed to use a m- many shitty people use the internet to express themselves. Yeah. They express sometimes they express shitty thoughts. They do. <laughs> well, I, think, I think a lot of people express shitty thoughts because you know. You're hiding behind the, uh, the, the, the yeah the wall of anonymity. Yeah, we we are not hiding behind a wall of anonymity. You can clearly see my face. Hey, <laughs> hey Twitch, hi. It's like I forget what it was called, but I think two three months ago there was this app that everyone was going crazy for, uh-huh. where uh, you had to like post. You had to make an account. And you had a post like like oh ask me you could tell me anything. Oh, saying oh, there's a Sahara right? Yeah, and it was anonymous. Like that was such a weird trend. I don't know why people got so that, into that. that was, yeah, I, I did notice that. A friend of the show, Lamar Harris, mm-hmm. he, he totally got into that. He was yeah. like, "Roast me or you do whatever." And then it was like, "Not really much happened." Yeah, <laughs> not, 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 it wasn't really uh, that that big of a thing. I, I don't know. I, I it heard, came and it went. I heard some horror stories like people, like people were getting like just death threats or de- yeah, but, and or it, sexual <laughs> things of a sexual sexual nature. But the thing was that people were dumb because like. They were like, it's anonymous. Yeah, but you still had to know the person because you, yeah. how else do you- How else did you find it? This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is someone you know who's saying something really awful or terrible or yeah. whatever to you. So it's, it's yeah, it's just creepy, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. And, and your, your your face is completely covered on Twitch right now. Oh, is it? I don't know. Well, no, I'm, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, if you want to cool. be the person like on Inside Edition when, <laughs> when you have your face covered. I saw all the things. I'm here to confess. I'm here to confess all the terrible things I saw. But uh, game back to the original point. Uh, uh, Dre loves tangents. <laughs> I, I've attempted to be creative on yeah. the internet before. Like it was, it was a. Uh, I want to say six. Oh god, it was six years ago wow. when I I I continually try. Well, mm-hmm. oh, like six seven years ago when I had a lot more free time on my hands yeah. when I was working for working for Nintendo. Take a drink. <laughs> I got to hit all the staples of the show. You got to. It's a part of the. It's a part of the process. Uh, and I, I was like, oh, people could tell me I should be blogging. Yeah. And I should be tweeting. I should be mm-hmm. doing all these things because I have all these ridiculous thoughts that are in my head, <laughs> and I'm pretty okay at expressing myself. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say I'm the best. <laughs> I've proven many times on this show I'm not the best at expression. Oh no. <laughs> I can be funny, but not like. Yeah. I can be eloquent at times if I'm organized. I can clearly be eloquent. Eloquent, but but I try the blogging thing, but somehow I my inherent laziness always kicks in, mm. and uh, I can't keep up with something on a regular basis. Many yeah. times, it's, <coughs> is there a cough button on this studio? No, there isn't. <laughs> I think I just I established that earlier, and yeah. I just uh, whatever. Well, the, the it helps that we we have to come out here. And it's, a, oh, it's a routine. Yeah. So so this yeah this this has become a routine. Yeah. Like I, it, we're, a lot of those other things were very much solo ventures. Where like mm-hmm. it was just me trying to blog, me trying to draw every day, me yeah. trying to do something. Where it was just it was con- completely reliant on just me. And so like I could totally fuck up on me. Like oh I can let me down. Yeah. I'm totally okay with letting me down. <laughs> but like I got you coming out with me every Monday. We have Sam Zia volunteering his his space. The the these, these, these studios. Mm-hmm. And we have this thing that we've established now for 34 weeks. It's uh, it's it's pretty crazy that we've been doing yeah. this for this long. I'm yeah. I, I'm shocked that I've been able to keep up. 
Uh, that there's been a lot of times I've uh, behind the scenes where like I have no idea what we're going to talk about some weeks. <laughs> I mean, up until like five minutes before the show, I'm like, what the hell are we talking about today? Because the, the whole creative content, that's a, that's a tough part. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. tougher than I thought. I mean, those first few weeks were really easy because I already had a whole bunch of stuff like saved up over years of like me and Sam getting drunk and talking about, hey, we need to do a show. You and I sitting around yeah. not getting drunk at your comic <laughs> yeah. shop talking about, we need to do a show. Yeah. It's like, I know you and your friend Rudy, like, oh, Dre needs to come in and be the voice of our podcast. I'm like, shit, I ain't just a voice. <laughs> I am a podcast. <laughs> I've been sitting on this podcast for five years. Well, it's like, it's like, <coughs> what do they say? Like, uh, like a musician, like their first album, it's like years in the making, and mm-hmm. after that, it's kind of like, oh, now what? <laughs> now, yeah, yeah no, like, that that that's the terrifying. That, that's why the, the the infamous sophomore slump of a lot of these yeah. artists, like, oh, they have they put their heart and soul, their whole life into that first album, like you said. And yeah, and then after that, they're like, oh, that that that's what I had. Yeah, <laughs> shot my wad. Like, oh, you want more? <laughs> well, more? I don't have any more. I don't, I don't have any more. I was checking to see if there's any comments on Twitch. Uh, Twitch, uh, Twitch viewers, we can't. We were not going to be really able to see her. Yeah, we have a crazy setup today. Yeah, <laughs> we are in a much smaller studio. Like we are in a closet of a studio, and and, then, and I'm actually okay because we're, as usual, we're oceans eleven in this because we are in a secret podcast studio <laughs> where we don't belong. We don't belong here. It's it's pirate pod. And it's not pirate radio, but it's pirate podcasting. Yeah, well, it's close, close, close enough. It's modern version, right? <clears throat> hey. Mark Marin got started the exact same way. He pirate podcasted as well. He, uh, rec- he recorded at a studio he wasn't supposed to be at either. Did he like? Oh, did he, <laughs> did he brag about it? No, he talked about it later. Oh, I mean, okay. like, well, off, now now he's a huge success. Yeah. You know, I was telling you, the most successful podcast in the world is in a garage in Highland Park. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Like, didn't he have Barack Obama in his garage? Yes, <laughs> like- <laughs> yes. The, he had the sitting president what, two years ago. Yeah, over, over two years ago, the sitting president. Barack Obama came, flew into the Rose Bowl, caused traffic all around my house. Thankfully, I don't think I was home. I think I was out working. And yeah, they 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 friggin' motored him over from friggin' the Rose Bowl over into Highland Park. They set up snipers like the, the day before. Shit. They, they they cordoned off wherever whatever street Mark Marin lives on. They cordoned that whole area off. And um, uh, Barack Obama came in. Hey, how you doing, Mark? I'm gonna talk about healthcare. How you doing? That's kind of crazy. I don't think there's ever been snipers in Highland Park before. Or not professional ones. Yeah, I'm sure there's been plenty of unprofessional ones way, way back in the day. <laughs> Highland Park, now, now, the, now the home of hipsters and, oh, and, yeah. and coffee bars yeah. and all sorts of uh, curios and tapas places. <laughs> I'm sure back in the day, back in the 80s, it's it was very different. It's funny you actually mentioned that uh, mm-hmm. a friend of mine uh, did an art show in Highland Park uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend. And she had posted about how like she hadn't been there since she was a kid. And that was back in the 80s. And she was like, "Oh, it's so different now. It's like you know, it's just a family or you know type of place." And the first comment was like, "Yeah, I know, right? Sad." But <laughs> some people are like, "Man, this place is in hood like it used to be. Yeah. This used to be a place where you can get shot." <laughs> I just, I, I thought that was hilarious. I was just like, "That's so weird." Like, uh, I love driving up and down. Uh, I for what what street? I, I believe it's. I believe it's Colorado on, on mm. that end because there's a Trader Joe's over there and there's, oh, there's yeah, the yeah. Oinkster mm. and there's all kinds of places over there. Yeah. The taco spot and man, man, a lot of places. The, the Kogi truck is in that area, not on oh. Colorado, but and, being, being an addict like I am, I know exactly where it is. <laughs> in Highland Park. In Highland Park. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday nights between 6 to 9. I know exactly where it is. Hey, Rick Mears. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I was just talking about uh, how you're our, our only uh, iTunes listener. Ha <laughs> ha. As far as I know, I, he's the only consistent iTunes uh-huh. listener. He, he, like I was telling you in the pre-show, he's the one who anxiously awaits every Tuesday morning when this pop when it pops up on his a podcast feed. Rick Mears, show contributor Rick Mears. Oh. He, he was contributing his ideas to me uh, a couple a week or two ago. Oh, nice show contributor. He he also like uh, he, he has joined the ranks of Irv Danupatampa and Kiet Fam as show contributor. So people good. who contribute to the show. There you go. I will always call them show contributors. They're yeah. not just listeners, but they help me out. Mm-hmm. He's like I was saying, I am creatively bankrupt most of the time. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but I'm just like I don't. I'm not a creative guy. Yeah, I I, I have a way with words, and that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> but the one thing that I am good at, video games. Video games. Yeah. And right uh, last week, a big game came out. Mm-hmm. Destiny Two, a game. Uh, <laughs> your jacket, yeah. Your your show computer jacket is in. The, it's it's in the. It's it's on the Pony Express, so it's gonna take a while to get up to Sacramento. <laughs> 
Destiny 2 has come out. Mm. And it's a big, humongous game. And um, of course, I know you're not much of a gamer, yeah. my friend. So I will. It, this game is a very polarizing game. Like, mm. like, like many, a, a lot of entertainment things, there are a lot of polarizing subjects. And this game is also extremely polarizing for, for those of you who don't play games. This is a, a game made, uh, the, if you ever heard the game Halo, yeah. the guys who made that game, they left Microsoft. They went to kind of go independently make their own game. They teamed up with a major publisher. I guess it would be almost kind of like the Diamond Comics distributor of, of, of video games, mm -hmm. is, uh, this company Activision, where they kind of control everything right now. They're the evil empire. Mm -hmm. And so they're make, they made this game called Destiny. It's a very big, it's like all of their big ideas, everything they, they were saving in their pockets, they didn't use for Halo. Like, oh, here are cool ideas. We're going to use them all in this game. And yeah. they made, it came out three years ago, this original Destiny game. And either you love the game or you absolutely fucking hated it. If mm -hmm. you ever, if you go on the Destiny Facebook page, you will see in the comments either pure love or, or a lot of absolute abject hate. People wow. like, yeah. it's, it, you, you have an opinion. If, if you play the game, for any length of time, you have an opinion of it one way or another. Mm -hmm. And then my opinion always of this game has always been, it's great when you're playing with your friends. It's an amazing game to play with your buddies. Yeah. <clears throat> From a technical aspect, the way it's, it the way it's crafted, like much in the way, if a comic book is drawn extremely well and written extremely well, oh man. Yeah. You have some good stuff. In it. It, it's it's extremely well crafted. They, they've taken their time to create this world. Mm -hmm. You really feel like a freaking superhero. Oh. You are just like... Blasted aliens. Everything feels fluid and fresh and awesome. You feel powerful, like when you sock a when you sock a freaking person in the face <laughs> with a guy. You have all these awesome weapons. You have giant rocket launchers and heavy machine guns and freaking automatic rifles and like these cool sniper rifles. All these cool things that you can do. <laughs> but inherently, the gameplay sometimes can get very repetitive because then, oh, there's a better weapon I need to go get. Oh, I need to keep finding more stuff. Yeah, and it's this, yeah. uh, and much like a lot of these cell phone games, this is. Is grind for loot. You have to keep playing. If you want to get advanced, you have to keep playing. Yeah. Unlike the phone games, you don't have to pay to get better. But in this game, you have to invest a lot of time. Yeah. And I, I've already invested three years into the other. <laughs> <coughs> and on, they have an app where you can track everything. I, I, I swear, I looked up how many hours I played that game, and it was, it was a disturbing number. <laughs> As I, I think it was quantified in days. Oh man. Like. Out of the last three years, I, I've load, I've dropped like a good sixty days out of the last three years worth oh, of playing the game. Shit. It, it was it was it was pretty horrifying. Me and I, and as, as yep, as Kiet Fam show contributors, your friends or your the the thing I, when I was working at GameStop mm -hmm. last year, I kept telling people, "Oh, what's how is this Destiny game?" And I was telling you, the only way you can effectively play this game was you have to you have a good group of friends or a good group of assholes to play with. <laughs> you have to have people who. Yeah, you can go through some shit with because something like the game can be very rewarding, but it can also be very punishing. Because something because like, you're kind of reliant on on random number generators. That's like oh, we we'll always okay. say, we'll always say RNG. That's 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 a term within gaming. Random number because everything happens randomly. It's like literally going back to D and D. Everything is a dice roll. It's yeah. Like, okay, you have point zero two chance of getting this cool item. So you have to keep doing this one exercise over or one event over and over. And oh, maybe it'll drop. Yeah, and so you're constantly doing the same thing. You're trying to find a way to try to manipulate that 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 that, that random number generator into like, oh, please fall in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> so like a lot of times we were playing to RNG Jesus. <laughs> that, that that is a term within the within gaming. Yeah. Like, and not just not just this game, but many games where you're relying on this random number to like fall upon. Oh, okay. Uh, did I get the? Did, am, am I gonna get? Am I, there's a there's a rocket launcher in the first game called the Gallerhorn. It, this is like the exhibit of, or the pit my right of rocket launchers. Nice. <laughs> it would fire a rocket that when that rocket exploded, many other smaller rockets would come out of it. And it was a homing rocket. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's literally a freaking, it's the exhibit. It's like, yo, dog, I heard you like rocket launch, the rockets at that freaking home. How about we're going to put some rockets at home inside the rocket homes? <laughs> the exhibit is right there. Hell yeah. yeah. Boom. And like, it was the most powerful weapon in the game because it did crazy, because it would do it. Crazy rocket launcher damage, and then all these you see these little rockets come out. Hi, damn, it was amazing. It, it literally broke the game. Uh, so, like, we're like, oh, if you were gonna play in a lot of these group things, uh, people say, oh, you have to have that that rocket launcher if you want to play with us, or you're, you're holding the group behind. It's like, oh man, that's like instead of helping someone to get one of these things, yeah. it's like, oh no, you can't play with us unless you have all the best weapons. It's like, it, it was it was very random. But the but the game like inherently yes I, I I still inherently like love it because it just feels you feel awesome when you're playing it like when things are going good like right now like me and all my friends we're playing it right now it came out it came out last Tuesday mm -hmm. or actually technically last Wednesday 
and we were all we're all loving it. They they fixed a lot of the like little nagging things about the game, like that were pretty. Probably, yeah, a lot of little things would be annoying to people mm-hmm. who've played it a long time because they've caught that was, that's the cool thing about modern gaming. Like that, that original game, there were annoying things, but they did kind of try to fix things because now yeah. they can send you updates through the and they patches through yeah. you know, they, they patch it over there and they const- and then they mm-hmm. constantly made lots of changes throughout the game. And now it's like they really uh, this new so they sent out this new version like that was like because this game was supposed to be like oh they would just keep making. Expansions. They can't. Mm-hmm. They just add content. You'd. Pl- that was one of the main reasons I want to jump on this game because oh, this game would you'd go on with that same character for ten years. Like oh, we'll just keep making expansions. But at some point they're like, no, we need more money. So uh, then they wanted to ditch the older systems because they had made it for the current PS4 and the Xbox One, mm-hmm. but they also made it for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, which kind of uh, from a technical standpoint really limited the, what they could do because they had yeah. to make it work on both. But then they they cut loose the shackles of the older ones. Now they've made a, a much better game where they don't they no longer have the technical limitations. Yeah, I'm trying to make a game that worked on both. Now they've made a game that works on just the uh, yeah. Oh, I got a text. <laughs> <laughs> they made a game that uh, that works just on the PS4 and the Xbox One, and yeah. then everything it feels a lot better. And then they address a lot of these like nagging issues that uh, one of these days I'm gonna get my my Destiny buddies on the show here. So I, I I find that there's a way I can add people on Facebook Live. Yeah. You can, you, well, I think it. Yeah, you can do it. They I, have to be on live yeah. at the same time. They have to be on and uh, accept an invite yeah. or whatnot. So it's like, oh, like, oh, cool. I can just bring them on via Facebook. That sounds cool. Because <laughs> uh, I saw a friend of mine do that on Facebook. The other day. She's like, I'm like, how does she have a guest? <laughs> how do you do that? I immediately went to Google. No. Yeah, there's a good <laughs> website too. Where you can actually add. Bunch of stuff. You got like names, and you can ask. What? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. This is what I get for my laziness. See, I'm inherently <laughs> lazy. Like I said, I you remember that show up beside me? I feel like if I would be letting you and Sam down if I didn't show up every month, oh. <laughs> or I'd be, and then there's a number of listeners who are dedicated, like like my buddy Rick Mears, where I feel like people a lot of people would be des- disappointed if I stopped doing this. Yeah. So now I was like, that is my motivation to continue. Where, like I have this, like okay, I treat that I'm treating this kind of like a job. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, no, every Monday night I have to come here to the secret studio, bring you along. We meet Sam here and we do the show. Yeah, and so that that's like kind of like, I feel like that's like my obligation now. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I feel obligated to do this now, and, and I got to keep up coming up with content <laughs> every week. And I, and I struggle and it hurts because I want to do I want to do good. I want to do good. So last night, that's nice. Speaking of, if we're going to get into sad and depressing topic, let's talk about last night's Rick and Morty. Oh, man. They still managed to get that segue off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Man, I watched that, it this morning, but please that, give us your thoughts. That was the darkest episode <coughs> they've done. Like, this he, is the darkest season. He said from the get-go, right? From This This is the darkest season. And, I, and Cartoon Network, they pulled it off, man, because... All week we thought it was like they're gonna go to Atlantis. <laughs> like, they kept promoting it. Oh god, the the, the freaking the cleverness of this yeah. fucking show, man. And if you don't watch Rick and Morty, I'm sorry. You really, uh, if you're not a person who enjoys Rick and Morty, you need to reorganize your priorities in your entertainment, my friend. Man, yeah, they they, they teased. They, they had no idea what we were, what we were getting this season. Yeah, this week, this, this week, because yeah. well, so all last week there, the, all week they're they're showing. Oh, it's, a, it's an episode. Oh, Rick and Morty go to Atlantis. So I'm like, yeah. oh, they're gonna go to Atlantis. It's gonna be a fun adventure in Atlantis. And nope, no. we do not get an Atlantis. We get something that teases yeah. an Atlantis. Thing, and then all of a sudden, boom, we're at the fucking Citadel of Ricks. Yeah, something like this. Wait. Which We're apparently has been being rebuilt. Yeah, and I, I thought they were all dead. But no, like, <coughs> that that was my impression. Yeah. If, if you take a giant citadel of 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 Ricks and drop Rick, it into a prison, drop it into a prison. I mean, just jam it right in there. Literally, like he jammed it in there and went to go take a shit. <laughs> I thought they were all dead or captured. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they must have you know found some more of that green juice and boop, yeah. got that thing out of there. My God. Yeah. Like you got to see really into this 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 other world. Like it was kind of it was a, it was a very it was a different world of, yeah. of Rick and Morty where you got to see on the show. For those of you who do not watch the show, Rick and Morty, the super scientist, and his and his idiot grandson. <laughs> grandson. Apparently, they're they're infinite because there's infinite universes, yeah, infinite timelines, yeah. or whatever. Oh, I'm the infinite Rick. Yeah, <laughs> I can just go grab another. Yeah, if my grand my granddaughter dies, I can just go grab another one. Yeah. 
And so, like, uh, apparently because they're all super smart, they, they, they a lot of them say, hey, let's all get together. And start, yeah, start the city. Or... The city, but it really went in-depth into yeah. the city because, like, not every Rick is true. Because I, I was under the impression before the other times they'd show the Citadel, like, all the Ricks were treated equal. But yeah. no, <laughs> no, this is a society. They are, even though they are all the same, super intelligent yeah. Ricks, some were treated less than others. <laughs> some are just like blue collar workers. Blue collar <laughs> workers working in a cookie factory, pulling on a lever. <laughs> Did you see that it was a uh, who was it? Was it what's his name? Um, Parks and Rec. He was the other um, Ron. Oh, really? What was his name? Uh, I don't remember. It's this cowboy. Like he's a, he always plays. Like, oh, Sam Elliott. He was the voice of the the commercial for the the Simple Rick. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, he did the voice of Simple Rick. <laughs> oh, my God. The Simple Rick. Oh, that's fucking amazing. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I saw that. I just felt like, oh, my God. This is like an all Justin Roiland episode. Yeah. <laughs> the poor guy just sitting there in ADR. Freaking like, I got to keep going back and forth doing this and this. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck everything. I have to do all these different Ricks. But, man, it just, it just yeah. got darker and and darker. It, 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 it picked on the election. Like it picked on like just racism in general, <laughs> like racism, <laughs> classism. Yeah. It, it, it freaking hit all. It hit all these notes. Yeah, it's just th- this show is amazing. Yeah, I, it it was it was super dark. <laughs> and then one and it's one of the few times there was some continuity because yeah. usually the show. I mean, there's a thin continuity that they kind of follow. Yeah, because I really feel like in the first season there was no continuity. It was like yeah. fuck it, you know, we're <laughs> we're just here making going on super science adventures. <laughs> fuck everything. Who gives a fuck? Well, I think it's probably because a lot of those Adult Swim shows, they don't know if they're coming back, so they're just like... Yeah, you know, that that's true. It's so just do whatever. They did 10 episodes of, like, who gives a fuck. Yeah, going back to, like, Adventure Bros, they killed them in the end of the season, the first season. They did kill them. <laughs> that is true. If you've never watched Adventure Bros, that's an aw- another awesome cartoon. And so it's kind of like, you know... And a cartoon for adults. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah adults like us. Yeah, but it's crazy, because we can already, like, almost every episode, it's like a new, a whole new thing. You know, there's this... It's like this onion that keeps fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you keep open. I, I I use that metaphor a lot, but like it is an onion. You yeah. keep tearing open this show, and like it gets deeper and deeper. And I was watching it this morning, and I, I texted you. Half, yeah. I'm like, oh, I know it. I know, <laughs> I know what Morty that is. It's such and such Morty from season two. Yeah. I know what it is. And then and then I, I was right. I was right. Yay! I'm good at picking up clues and understanding facts. See, I'm, I'm not a creative person. I'm a, I'm a detective. Exactly. Apparently, yeah. I, I miss my calling in life. I can, I, I see patterns and I point yeah. them out. That's that's gonna that set up a. We only have three episodes left, right? Yeah, it, we, we're 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 tearing through, man. Yeah. So uh, even after having last week off, we're tearing through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no episode last week. That's why we didn't mention Rick and Morty last week. <laughs> So it's like uh, they're, they're they're saying I don't know what they're setting up. I mean, like I, I feel like we're gonna get another like giant crazy cliffhanger <laughs> leading us to another year and a half, two year hiatus. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, that, I feel like that's the relationship we have with a lot of these Adult Swim shows. Yeah, they're like they're 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 high quality and creatively, but, but it takes them so because they're really good quality shows. It takes them forever to make them, yeah. and also apparently forever to animate them. In the case of the Venture Brothers, they have to go find. Some poor Korean studio. <laughs> so like, hey, who's the cheapest group of people who can draw this? <laughs> well, I think, and the other thing too is that um, it's kind of unheard of. But these, not these awesome shows. The whole season is written by like three guys or two guys. Yeah, or, you know. So and it's not an entire team like a lot of yeah. pre- a lot of uh, TV shows are produced or like each person writes a different episode. Like, and, yeah, it's, it's just like freaking Venture Brothers. It's just what Jackson Public and Doc Hammer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty. I mean, they they have writers, but I mean, a lot of this comes from Justin Roiland, the voice of Rick and Morty, yeah. and freaking Dan Harmon. And they do have a team of writers, and I think that's the only reason why they managed to come back because they found we need we need mediators. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the writers on that show are actually more like mediators. Yeah. like Dan, you're insane. Stop. 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 We we watched the documentary. You have problems. You're super creative, but you also have super problems. Yeah. And the thing about Rick and Morty is so crazy because I, I was watching this marathon the other day, and it sometimes like the B story is just so interesting where you don't realize that like, oh, those are the two really good episodes you think, or no, that was just one episode. Yeah. Because there was like these two really interesting stories going yeah. on. There, there's then. a couple of different yeah, like uh, I, I rewatched the which one did I rewatch? I rewatched the one where they sent, where where Rick sent Jerry and Beth to marriage counseling, oh. 
and that B story was way way better than whatever the A story yeah. was yeah. with Rick and Morty. Because it was well, that was a tiny Rick, right? That was tiny Rick. Yeah. Oh wait, both. Wait, yeah, right? <laughs> that, that, see what you, I li- I just illustrated exactly what you yeah. were talking about. I totally forgot that the A story was fucking awesome with Tiny <laughs> Rick, but you had this other really good B story yeah. of freaking they're codependent. <laughs> yeah. These people are from Earth, a planet named after dirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I saw the Meeseeks episode recently, and in the the A stories when they went to uh, fight the giant. Where- That's right. <laughs> And King uh, Jellybean, <laughs> like King Child Molester Jellybean. <laughs> no, we must leave him the way we remember him. <laughs> the freaking and the, the the fucking cuts at the end, dude. Yeah. Fucking so good. Oh, dude. The little fucking whatever, whatever they're called. I, the all oh, the bumpers. Or the bumpers. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the very oh end. man, the the premiere for season two when they when they messed up with time. Yeah. When they were split, I had never seen that bumper. Like, oh, I, really? I, and I saw the other day where they. Uh, the cop from the, you know, and they just beat up freaking Albert Einstein. <laughs> they beat up Albert Einstein. Don't fuck with time. <laughs> and Albert Einstein says, I will fuck with time. He equals MC squared. That's so good, Fucking man. died. Oh, so, so amazing. The show just, uh, I cannot express enough. Like, if you don't watch Rick and Morty, go on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, I believe I all so. of it's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, if you have some on-demand service, check your on-demand service. Or like, I, I, I frequently download Rick and Morty episodes on my DirecTV all the time. <laughs> we have no less than 24 episodes of Rick and Morty on our DVR, <laughs> so I can just randomly press one. Nice. I, I really, oh, there was one I, I really wanted to watch, uh, the uh, the Purge episode. <laughs> <coughs> when they go to a planet, which they follow the rules of the Purge, one day a year, they fucking kill each other. The other 364, they're peaceful. They're peaceful. It works, right? Hey, everything's good. Here, have some free candy. <laughs> Hey, old timer! I bet you're really a fucking killer. <laughs> yes, the blood time is. Oh, the harvest is coming tonight. <laughs> oh, I loved all the different names they had for it. Yeah, like sometimes they call it the blood time. <laughs> I, was, I was discussing it with some of my Destiny buddies the other night. We were sitting there, we were just laughing. Just think, we were just thinking about the show. We we're sitting there laughing our asses off. That's that's how how much I enjoy the show. All we have to do is talk about it, and yeah. I will start laughing uncontrollably. Oh. Like Rick, freaking the the, the the hive mind voice, the voices they get freaking Christina Hendricks she from Mad Men. She was the voice of the freaking of the uh, uh, Unity, Unity, yeah, a hive mind that yeah. was possessing people. <laughs> but she wouldn't possess Rick because he was he was fascinating. <laughs> and they were together. The, the the hive mind was his girlfriend. <laughs> he was banging a planet. <laughs> he was banging a planet. <laughs> and I always laugh. I'm like, yeah, give me a bunch of redheads. I get all the redheads and then fill the stadium with dudes who look slightly like my father. And he hung he, he, he he's on a hang glider. He flew in. Go son. Like, and that's the thing. I never noticed it before. And I rewatched the episode. And you just hear in the background, go son, go son. They're gonna all all these guys who look like look like his dad, are gonna cheer him on while he fucks a shitload of redheads. Oh just the insane and yeah, Rick is and then here's a Rick has gotten like really dark. Yeah. Like oh, the first yeah. couple seasons, it was he was just like uncapped chaos, mm. but now it's just pure darkness. Yeah, he's he's well, especially we find out. But then like last week or two weeks ago with the, the toxin, we find out that like he considers like caring for Morty as being bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like that's the one thing when he when he was like, oh, I'm healthy, but he was he had no problem shooting Morty in the leg. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> caring for Morty was toxic. Yeah. This show is on a different fucking level. Like, this yeah. show is on a, another psychotic level. It, it, it's 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 madness. Yeah, I, I kind of I've tried to. I, I I just have to get through it. Uh, that show Gravity Falls on uh, the on uh, on Disney Disney XD. I, I I've heard of that. That one's supposed to be like so, really good. It's like the, the 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 new Phineas and Ferb. That was another like subversively. So Justin Rollins, like his buddy, mm-hmm. created that show. Oh really? And so like there's like these weird parallels where like. Gravity Falls can kind of exist in the same universe as Rick and Morty. Oh, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> there's a, there's like these YouTube videos where they show you like the the uh, the, the crossovers. Like apparently in the talking episode when uh, Rick's running around, there's like a dead monster in the background, and it's from Gravity Falls. Ha! So it's kind of cool. Like <laughs> that is curious. Uh, okay. Oh, we have a we have a comment on we have someone who's watching. I, I'm guessing it's Chanel because it's a very long thing. I, I, I we can't see the comments on to- on, on Twitch. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We have we're having studio issues today. We have tiny tiny studio, tiny studio, tiny, Rick, <laughs> tiny studio. And that's how like it's so like fourth wall breaking. Or like next week's episode, he, they they said like, oh, we're not doing. Uh... I know that made me so sad. 
That made me so sad because yeah. I was like, you know, I was talking about the last night with my friends yeah. on on PlayStation playing Destiny. Oh man, I can't wait for this this, this season's interdimensional cable. Yeah. Like, oh, I take all the bad memories out. No, we're not doing we're doing this instead of interdimensional cable. Like, no, I love the improv. That was like the like them improvising ridiculous channels and ridiculous shows. Yeah. Two brothers, yeah. two brothers fighting Mexicans yeah. with hot sauce. And tomatoes, <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> I like when they're, you can hear them laughing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're trying to improvise all these things and they're laughing as they're saying them. <coughs> Jan Michael Vincent. We need only Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> well, this week we're getting, what is it? Next week we're getting all, all of Morty's bad memories. Bad memories. We're gonna, you get to go on an adventure of like all the awful things that Morty has seen, but Rick had to remove from his brain. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. I, I totally forgot that when uh, the Jelly Bean episode, like afterwards, or like Rick knew what Jelly Bean had did to him, did to Morty, man, because he straight up killed him. Yeah, like, he straight up, he freaking put his arm back through the portal and fucking blasted King <laughs> Jelly Bean. Bah! <laughs> Insanity. Yeah. You know, you know what else is insane? I'm gonna tell you what else is insane. You know what? What? What, what is crazier than Rick and Morty? What's that? You know what's what's pure madness oh, right okay. now? Because yesterday. Football season started. Yes. And we don't really talk a lot of sports. I, I love sports. Uh-huh. Sam Zia, Xavier exactly, Sam Zia, who's somewhere else in the building right now, he loves sports. You <laughs> could live without him. You could live without you, him. You, you, you have lived a very peaceful life I in have. sports. <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned this already. I was, I was raised as a Joe Montana fan. <laughs> Other than that. Other, I mean, that, that is the extent of your sports. Yes. <laughs> but an epidemic, mm-hmm. and I, I am guilty of this epidemic, that, yeah. that has happened. Mm-hmm. Over, I want to say it's been the last 10, 15 years, especially right around the right around when the internet became more accessible. Everyone, fantasy football. Yeah, I uh, and I'm an, I am I'm a victim of this because pre the pre internet I I wanted to play fantasy basketball. Oh, because I, I back in the days when we used to buy magazines, <laughs> you know those paper things and newspapers and newspapers. And newspapers. I, I would buy basketball magazines. Oh wow. And the back, they talk about rotisserie leagues. That they used to be called rotisserie basketball. Mm. I don't understand why. Yeah. I, I I feel like I should have googled that <laughs> to find out why the fuck was it called rotisserie? Because you would take all the players, yeah. and you'd you'd pick the players, and you'd make a team of your own, and then you'd use the real life statistics, and you would judge between yourself and your friends who was better at choosing or who was luckier so, at choosing players. That's the whole point of it. Like you're, you're built, you're making a better team. You, you make your own team. Okay. Yeah. You you you, you make your own team. Mm-hmm. You you. And with this team, then you wait until like so football. It's very ideal because yeah. all the football happens mostly on Sunday. Nowadays they've spread. Now there's like there's two, there's a game going on right now yeah. with the formula with the artists formerly known as the San Diego Superchargers. <laughs> I refuse to call them by their proper name. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I will never call them what their actual name is. They will always be the San Diego Chargers or the Wales Vagina Chargers or the artist formerly known as the San Diego Chargers. They will always be the San Diego Chargers to me. Yeah. That's another. See, I'm already getting heated about it. Just thinking about it. <laughs> Just thinking about the goddamn Chargers makes me mad. I lost a viewer. No. Oh. <laughs> Scared somebody off. <clears throat> but in this country, yes. fantasy football. Has become. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. You, I'm sure any podcast you listen to mm-hmm. right now, I'm sure right now it's been all DraftKings oh, and yeah. all sorts of ads for that. I'm sure if I put it, I could probably get a DraftKings <laughs> ad for this show. <laughs> I have, I have, oh, I have close to 200 viewers a week. Can I get a DraftKings ad? <laughs> Pay me five bucks a week. They probably yeah. give me five bucks credit to play their freaking fantasy <laughs> football game. There was an, an ad on TV for something. Oh yeah, no, but, they're all over the place right yeah. now. Yeah, oh gosh, especially was, in the last two weeks. There was one though that was it was claiming that if you you did the perfect game or something, get like, a million dollars. Yeah, it's all a billion dollars. A billion, yeah. Well, because it, it, it's it's literally impossible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because because a lot of these modern games now, it's like oh, you don't even have to play against other people. You just pick a bunch of players, yeah. and if they all do well, then oh, you you you'd win money. And uh, if they don't do well, then oh, you lost. It is legalized gambling now. What to say? I don't think you can't do that, right? <laughs> yes, you can because you're not gambling. Huh. You are saying I can do better than you. You're not like you're not placing a wager, so yeah. to speak. You are dumping money, dumping money into this thing, uh-huh. and if I do this well, I will get money back. Or if I suck, I, I lose my money. Yeah, that's gambling. <laughs> it totally is gambling. 
It kind of is. It's kind of the definition of gambling. No, because when me and my buddies did it in high school, we, mm. I, I, I ran, pre-internet, I actually ran a basketball league, a basketball fantasy basketball that, league, yeah. without using the internet. So I had a subscription to the LA Times. <laughs> so, so I like I was a psychopath where like I was in college, I, I was in college, and I'd be in in in, in whatever my, my anthropology class, mm-hmm. and I'd have the list of everyone's players, and I'd be going through the sports page, through all the box scores, writing down okay. How many points? How many rebounds? How many assists? And I would be tallying up all the points wow. each day. I did it all by hand. I had this big notebook, <laughs> and I had everybody's teams. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and thank and yeah, and I, I did it all correctly on the up and up. I did not manipulate. Any. One of the guys tried to call me out. Like he he was keeping track himself. And like we got together one day at Comic Galaxy. This was Silver Age Comic Galaxy. Yeah. We got together, and I was like, all right, I have all the newspapers here. He had all of his, and we kept going. And then I found like I maybe had one error. And he had like forty. Oh shit! So he's like, "Yeah, maybe you should be the one who keeps keeping score." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe I should be the one who keeps keeping score because uh, looks like everything here is correct." Yeah. So I think he used like a different newspaper. Like he was using like the USA Today, and I was using LA Times because back back in the days before the internet, we used to subscribe to newspapers. We used yeah. to get our news through paper. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a long time ago. <laughs> no, yeah, it feels no, like a long time ago. Now. Feels like a long time ago. It's twenty years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm old. We're old. <laughs> We're old. We're getting old. Yeah. Time is passing us by. Time is slipping through our fingers. Mm-hmm. So fantasy. But fantasy football, it is insane now. Yeah, it, we... It's mad. It, it is mm-hmm. pure lunacy now. Uh, people would always, oh, it's it's, it's Dungeons and Dragons yeah. for, for George. But uh, my, our friend of the show, Lamar Harris, will vehemently say, hell no, nah, this shit ain't fucking fa- <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. D&D makes sense. Fantasy football does not. <laughs> Fantasy football is completely out of your control. Yeah, I mean, at least in, in Dungeons and Dragons, you get to make a decision and roll a die and hope that that's yeah, and hopes that it wor- hope that it works out for you. In fantasy football, it's just I, my inherent problem with. I mean, I've played it several times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, I ran a fantasy basketball league back in the day. Yeah, I kept playing with those people until I stopped. And then the last few years, I whenever someone would need someone for a league, I'm like, all right, I would be like, I, I'd be like, all right, you know what, you need someone, I'll just draft a team and I'll try not to care. But then I always end up caring too much. <laughs> Because I, I get a little competitive. I get yeah. a little competitive. I, I try not to be competitive, but I get competitive. Yeah. I I, I, I get competitive sometimes. And then it, it, it consumes you. Because then you start, it makes you doubt yourself. You're like, oh, which person should I put in? Like, <laughs> these ethereal things. You have no idea what player is going to do great. Because at the beginning of the season, oh, you have all these people who were really good last year. And those people will be drafted. Because, yeah, you have to get together and you have to draft. Yeah. Before it used to be like when you had to get together in person, the, the in person drafts that's where it was fun because you're cussing each other out. Like, you have to determine draft order, and like, oh, you have to go down the line, and everyone's got everyone has their, their books, and like, oh man, that's the player I wanted. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> I remember that, that was I, I, a few years ago. I, I joined a, 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 one of the fan, one of the, the bar, the, the karaoke bar, they mm-hmm. closed down. I joined their fantasy football league. It was fucking expensive, it was like a hundred bucks to join their Oh, wow. League. Thankfully, I came in second place and got my money back. I was oh. like, yes. <laughs> I was quite shocked. Yeah, I finished second in that league, and that was the most stressful time of my life because I'm like, I have all this money right, right on the line on this stupid fantasy football, <laughs> and this legalized gambling. Legalized gambling—that's crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's the most I'd ever like put in. Like, but I think other leagues I played like like five bucks, or the last few times I played it was just for free. It was just for bragging rights. So, mm. But friend of the show, Rick Mears, I played in his league the last few years, and this year w- there was no league, so I was like, okay, I was like, oh my god, I'm not playing fantasy football this year. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like I can watch, and you know it's it's a weird coincidence where again now that my team the the San Diego Chargers are no longer the San Diego Chargers they moved up here for shitty reasons yeah they they they're here in Los Angeles now mm-hmm. and it made me very unhappy because I, I felt like San Diego got fucked yeah and then, and then so between that I'm like oh I'm not really interested in watching football at this moment like there's a game going on right now I don't care there was games yesterday yeah. I was working yesterday and. I really like oh, like normally I would have been like checking my phone. I would have logged in the Sunday ticket and watched the game whenever I had a break. And I was just like, didn't care. Eh, like yeah. all, all these things have kind of like to where like I am not caring as much about football anymore. Like the, 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 it, uh, things have happened where like oh I don't care. Like if my if, if my friend had run the league, maybe I would have. All right, I guess I'll I'll play mm-hmm. and I, I'd care a little bit. But now it's like oh I don't have to care. <laughs> you know, routine I'm not invested. Yeah, I don't have, like I don't have a fantasy team. And my my actual team, I'm still in limbo of deciding if I'm gonna. I, 
I don't think I'm going to support them. I kind of want to go yeah. just to go. I'm about but... to say it's so weird because they're like now they're here. I know. Like, you know? <laughs> and, and and that's and that's the annoying thing. Like if if five years ago, mm-hmm. if they had moved here, I would have been so fucking happy. I would have been dancing. I would have freaking saved up however much money I needed to buy season tickets and gone every game. Mm-hmm. I would have made sure I wasn't working whatever Sundays to go to whatever like wherever they would have if if they had come here years ago. But the circumstances of them coming here are, are really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because they literally gave a middle finger to San Diego. Yeah. Uh, the NFL, they, they literally lost money to come up here. Wow. Yeah. The NFL offered them half a billion dollars to stay. To stay. Oh, here's $500 million. Build a new stadium. And then the, the owner's like, nah, we're going to go move into the Rams' new stadium when, the, when, the, when that gets built. We're going to L.A. Even though they, they were, oh, ever though they used to, they used to be an LA team. They were in Los Angeles for one year, and then they moved to San Diego, and they were down there for fifty. <laughs> as far as I'm yeah. concerned, they're San Diego's team. Mm. And you know what? I always enjoyed taking my day trips to San Diego. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd go with some buddies. We go down there. We go get drunk <laughs> in in the gas lamp. You know, yeah. I'd be tripping out like this is nothing like Comic Con. Yeah, it's empty. It's empty as hell. Every bar is empty. We can just get shit faced everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of my buddies, Paul Grimshaw, he, mm-hmm. me, him, and another Charger fan, because oh, Paul is a Broncos fan, mm-hmm. and it, we'd always go down for Chargers-Broncos. That's the game happening right now in, in Denver at the moment. And uh, we go down there, we get shit-faced, we take the trolley over to the, the stadium, we drink some more at the stadium, we're like, yeah, we're watching the football, <laughs> yeah! And of course, the Broncos would beat the Chargers, ah, this is what happens, <laughs> this is normal! Yeah. And then we'd, 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 we'd take the trolley back, we'd... We'd sober up, and then we'd drive back home. We'd make a day of it. Yeah. It was a day trip. And then for me now, it's like, oh, man, I want to go down there. I want to go have some Phil's barbecue. I want to have some Lucha Libre taco shop. I'm like, I like visiting San Diego. Yeah. I never want to stay there. Never want to stay there, yeah. But I like visiting. But now it's like that's taken, it's taken away from me. Uh, uh. So, you know, they're, they're at the StubHub Center. They're, they're in the smallest stadium that an NFL team has ever been in. <laughs> Normally, they have 50,000, yeah. 60,000 stadiums. The, the StubHub Center in Carson. The, the the Chargers of Carson. That's another good name for them. I'm going to call them the Carson Chargers. The the Carson Chargers are playing in a stadium for 24,000 fucking people. Wow. I'm talking about why I don't care about football this year. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Executive producer Sam Z is in here. Hey, maybe you can share the sentiment with me. Do you think uh, fuck the Chargers? Right now, <laughs> life is fucking the Chargers. I mean, we, no one else needs to fuck they the Chargers. They're fucking themselves. Right now, they're fucking themselves. Football masturbation. Yeah, yeah. But see, originally this started as me why I don't like fantasy football anymore. But I, this confluence of like the Chargers moving here and being the Carson Chargers, um, me not playing fantasy football, and I don't like. Well, I mean, inherently, I never really. I always liked playing, but I, the conceptually, I don't like fantasy football. Gotcha. It would make. Oh, here, here's the reason why I never really liked fantasy football. It made watching football very uncomfortable. Because then, see, like working. Yeah, it's like well, you would you're not you're not cheering for a good game. You're cheering for your players to do well. Mm. And like, let's say I have I, I have X player, like such and such player, a, a wide receiver. Yeah. And whenever the quarterback would not throw to that wide receiver, I'm like, what the fuck? Throw to my guy, you fucking <laughs> asshole! And I see this in my roommate. Yeah. My roommate when he's watching when he's watching football, he's like he, he's running like three four fantasy teams. See that that's, oh. it, it, it's a drug. It's an addiction. It gets, yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Because <laughs> he plays with his friend his, his his hometown friends in Seattle. And he plays with some, some of his former coworkers. He plays with he has all these different leagues. Yeah. And and when you watch someone mm-hmm. who's invested in fantasy football watching football, it's like they're they're I, I feel like you're watching for the wrong reasons. Mm. It's like oh, did my player do good? Like oh, was it a good game? Yeah. Was it entertaining? Like the UCLA football game I went to last week. That was entertaining. Well, it was awful for, for 30 minutes, and then it was amazing for another 30. That's sports. That's how it works. Yeah. Ask ask anyone who watched the Super Bowl this past year. Yeah. That was fucking chaos. It was literally almost the same thing. Oh, Atlanta's going to destroy the, the New England Patriots. And oh, New England Patriots came back. Yeah, 28 to 3. LOL, LOL. So I was thinking about it, like, I was thinking, like, you, you make yourself into, like, the general manager, but no, you're more like a sports agent, if you think about it. Kind of. Like, because, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to be a general manager, but no, you're not really a general manager. You're just an agent. You're just like, oh, what, what will get me the best results? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who will help me win the money? You're not winning games. You're winning money. You're winning money, right? So, like, I guess that's how it works. That's, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it is very frustrating. Yeah. And, and that's where I, I remember, the last time I didn't play fantasy football was like four years ago. And I remember mm-hmm. like, it was a very freeing year. I was like, oh, I, 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 I was working at Disney. I helped one of the guys there. I would help him with, that's how I got my fix. 
I would help him with his team. I'd go over to his desk and we'd sit there and we'd analyze. And I'd tell him, "Ah, oh, I think I think so and so player is good. You know, you should probably get rid of that player." And that, that's that, that, that's a, that's a good move. I like your move. <laughs> and like that, that's how I'd get my fix. I'd be like, "Yeah, get my fantasy football fix." Yeah, I still cared about football, but like, this year it's weird. I I cannot bring myself to care. Hmm. Like I I feel like I'm one of those fans who are like, okay. I my the last like my the, my last straw has been has been broken. Yeah. With with the with the move like the, the stupid owner. You know I'm saying anyway, moving up here for the wrong reasons. He he moved he moved to L.A. for the wrong reason. Yeah. He fucked over San Diego. Like what did they ever do to you? <laughs> Other than freaking because there there was there, there was a time where the there was this crazy rule like that, that this is why f- football <laughs> secretly is in trouble. Yeah. Like there, there's going to be a, like in the next ten to fifteen years, the bubble is going to burst on football. Like oh right really? Now, wow. I because like, there's a lot of things bubbling under the surface mm-hmm. between the, all, all the concussion stuff. Yeah, and that's then, a big thing. And then the, the, all all the money that, that's being thrown into these stadiums, like like it's a lot. Like, a lot of times, like a lot of public money. It, it's really chaos. Like I feel in the next ten to fifteen years, like somehow football will no longer be the number one sport. All of a sudden, it's like the, the bubble is going to explode, and somehow it's like. Oh, it's like oh, football players are dying because of football. Oh, like people will understand that, and then people will, like will start going crazy about that. And then, yeah. and then right now, there's a, the big race thing. There's not one player mm-hmm. who's not being allowed to play because he stood up for his beliefs, and now no one wants to hire him. Yeah, he's a he's a perfectly good player, but he won't get a, he can't get his job because of his political beliefs. Yeah. So is all this stuff is happening, and then meanwhile, rapists get to play the next week. Yeah. That. Yeah. See. Thank you. Thank you for, for chiming in. So someone has believed, like someone is supporting his his, his political beliefs. I like that. that the, he's 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 he was protesting police brutality, mm-hmm. and he's been punished. Yeah. While other players can beat their wives and rape, and they can play. Yeah. John Oliver, John Oliver talked about that. Last oh, did he? Yeah. Oh shit! I, I missed John Oliver. Yeah, he did a whole thing on that. Yeah. So that's why, like, there's there's shit like that where like. That the 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 well, the, the uh, professional football thinks they're invincible. They can, yeah. they, th- they think they can do whatever they want, and then at some point, all oh, this is going to catch up to them, and it's going to blow yeah. up. And it's going to literally like blow up in their face, and mm-hmm. they, they will no longer be like the big sport that they currently are right now. Because yeah, he made a thing about how I forgot what player it was, but he said that one player got suspended for uh, enhanced uh, performance enhancements, and then and then uh, two years later he got suspended again, and then. It just keeps happening. Like no one says anything. Like, and yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. But yet, one the player. Oh, I, 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 I'm protesting police brutality. Can't find a job. Yeah, he is fully capable, like, of playing football. And then, yeah, he was showing clips about like, like why uh, these uh, commentators were saying like, well, we've seen it's hard for the the teams to promote this guy and this and that. And you're like, really? Like you have murderers and yeah, you have murderers and rapists and freaking yeah, yeah, freaking wife beaters and like oh that though that's perfectly fine. Well, abuse against women is totally okay. <laughs> what you you're, you're you're standing up for for black people being beaten by their police? Oh no, we can't have that. Yeah, uh, us white owners of the NFL <laughs> cannot tolerate such a thing. So yeah, it's just like I feel like I never thought I'd reach that point where I didn't care about football. But like for for varying reasons now, like you know, me, like oh I I love the Chargers. Yeah. That was my team. I somewhere like 15 years ago. All right, that's my team. Like I had been without a team for a while. As a kid, I was a Raider fan. And then, much like my father, the Raiders left. <laughs> I love saying that joke. You have no idea how much I love saying that joke. Because <laughs> the Raiders are a bunch of deadbeat dads. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, Raider fans. I used to be one of you when I was a kid. <laughs> then my dad left in a... No, no. My, well, my dad left after the Raiders. The Raiders left in like in 93 or 94. Okay. And then my dad left around 97 or 96. <laughs> Much like my father, the Raiders left, and I was kind of adrift. I didn't really have a team. Yeah, have a team. <clears throat> Until there was one player on the Chargers I really liked, this guy, Ladanian Tomlinson. I really liked him. Uh-huh. And I decided, okay, I'm going to be a Charger fan. <laughs> it was like the year they were like one one win and 15 losses. Oh, and I'm like, I'm a Charger fan now. <laughs> then They were good for a while, and then they continually broke my heart. Uh-huh. I, I got into this abusive relationship with the football team <laughs> <laughs> where I'll, I'd have all this hope. Yeah, and they they crush me emotionally. Emotionally, <laughs> they would emotionally hurt me really bad. Oh man, sports. You know what? You have lived a better life not caring about sports. You know that, right, Pete? I Pete, mean, you know, you have lived such a more rich, <laughs> rich life. I'm much happier. I feel like you've lived a happier life not caring about sports. Because uh, because I mean, sports, uh, victory is a relief and loss is a fucking tragedy. Oh man, and. Yeah. And victory does not. Come, I mean, for some teams, victory doesn't come very often. So, I mean, I guess that explains why when when you know 
they win big championships and like they start burning cities. Oh, people! Shit, would, like, I mean, <laughs> when the Lakers would win, people fucking start setting Los Angeles on fire. Yeah. And lo- logically, it makes no sense. Yeah. But people are so emo- like their, their their emotions are so invested in yeah. this that like, they, they, that's their, their only expression is destruction. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that I guess it makes sense because you know, like, I mean, some cities go forever without. Yeah. With, it, it, like cities, they, their identity is based around that. Like the city of Cleveland, yeah. notoriously, they've had good teams in the past. Like they finally won a championship a couple of years ago mm-hmm. in basketball, and and then now they they think they're fucking great. But like prior to that, they were a city of lovable losers. Well, they're losers. Oh, Chicago, mm-hmm. another one where yeah. the, specifically the baseball team, they finally won last year. Mm-hmm. They had broken a curse of 116 years. <laughs> they hadn't won in forever. Mm-hmm. They hadn't won since like 1903 or some ridiculous number, like, or it was 112. They haven't won since like 1903 or something. That's ridiculous. Right? And you know, they're, they're, they're always known as the lovable losers. Yeah. And yeah, it, 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 this whole sports and loss, it becomes an identity thing. Mm. For a city, like is this is like this weird badge of honor where like ah, oh, I'm a fan of this horrible team, Sam Zia. He his football team is not anyone local. It's the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> the the staple of failure. <laughs> failure. <laughs> they they are a team of failure, a team of sadness. The the, the greatest joke I ever heard was a uh, a Cleveland Browns fan said, I, "I when I die, I would like six Cleveland Browns to be my pallbearers, <laughs> so they can." So they can uh, lay me down. They can let me down one last time. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's, so it's the most amazing thing. Yeah. It's it, yeah, then this whole yeah this so, the relationship of fans with sports. Yeah. Oh, question. So, you have a question, please. So you said there's fantasy basketball. It's yeah. Not football. Football. Is there other sports? Uh, they they are not as frequent. There's fantasy baseball, but that that oh I did that once. Mm-hmm. That's every day. Oh. Because baseball is played. See, football is the easiest. Football yeah. is the easiest one because mm-hmm. it, okay, it's literally Sundays, Monday night, and Thursday night. Weirdly, now. Yeah. So that's the easiest one to manage. You only, you only really have to check in once a week. Yeah. Fantasy baseball. That's every day. Oh. It, it, it's fantasy baseball is it's literally a summer job. Oh shit. <laughs> From April till November. Well, April till like September because you don't really play in the, in, the, in during the playoffs. So it's April through September. It is your daily job. Wow. I, I did once the internet was I, I played fantasy baseball. Oh my god. You have to check your starting lineup. You have to check if you're oh, you gotta make sure your pitcher's not hurt. Oh, if your pitcher's hurt, you gotta dump the pitcher, get another pitcher. It, it is it is a daily grind. Wow. And what's insane, there, there's people out there who make money doing whole fantasy fantasy sports advice. <laughs> there's a guy on ESPN whose entire career is based around telling people, Oh, that's a here's my picks of the week. These players, I think, are going to do good, do good this week. These players are going to do bad. Wow! I have a fifty percent success rate. <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> like, that means nothing. See, to a person using logic like yourself, <laughs> see, looking from the outside in, this sounds insane, doesn't it? Like everybody has a fifty percent. <laughs> but somehow, this guy, oh, he he's the fantasy expert. Uh-huh. He's won. He's won all the leagues he's ever played in, as far as we know. Wow. That's crazy. It, yeah, it's, 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 fantasy sports is, it, it, I, 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 on some level, I feel it's become a detriment to yeah. sports itself. Because like I said, people start caring only about specific things mm-hmm. and not actually enjoying football. Like, I've always said, like, I only enjoy football during the play. Like, like, like when I play fantasy sports, I only enjoy football during the playoffs because that means fantasy f- sports is it's over. Off, yeah. And then you have all these important games of, which, which are leading to a championship. Yeah. But this fantasy football is... It is a cancer. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Rick Mears. My my attitude. I know I played in your. I, I I did that for you because you're my bro. <laughs> you needed me to play, and that's that's what I do. I will. Yeah. I will do something I don't like for for one of my bros. That's what I do. That's what you do. I'm a bro. Yeah. I I support my friends, even if they're doing something dumb. Playing basketball. Because <laughs> so I was just thinking about it as, as we were talking about this, and we we came up with the analogy that you know it's you're actually pretending to be an agent, like. It's just that people get invested in so many things. Like, like nowadays, I think it's so weird. Like, like nowadays, I don't think, I don't think people like don't enjoy movies for the sake of enjoying movies. Like, they, you know, it becomes a whole thing. So, like, couldn't technically you you could have like fantasy movie studio or something like that? And like, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> oh, is that a thing already? <laughs> no, that was years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I I used to play this thing called Hollywood Stock Exchange. I forgot who uh, I forgot which friend got me into it. Okay, it, it, you you would predict. 
you would buy stocks in movies. Oh, and, okay. And then if they if they did very well, then the, you'd get more money in the game. Yeah. And then you'd be able to buy more stocks down the line. But if the movie did very bad, then you then you'd freaking you'd you'd lose your shirt. No. It, it was this, it was called Hollywood. I, I forgot which. One of my movie friends got me into it. This was years ago. It was like, I don't know if you remember when I lived in Rosemead. I don't know if you yeah. ever came down to the compound. When I, the one birthday party I had mm-hmm. at the compound. Yeah, <laughs> the compound. <laughs> and I remember I, I was playing that every day. I was like, oh. I remember Ocean's Eleven was coming out. Because I remember that's the one where I finally I made a killing on that one. Boy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like, there's a movie with Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Matt Damon. Andy Gar- All these people are in the same movie? So I will buy 10,000 shares. Huh. And I made a fu- and then that movie came out and made them. And it was funny, like there'd, there'd be all these other things. Oh, you could buy and say, like, oh, do you think this movie will make more than hundred million or not, or less? Uh, than and we could also you could bet against movies. Oh, that movie's like like right now, like I would have totally bet against Transformers last night. I would say, oh yeah, that's gonna movie's gonna do bad. Yeah. They have burned out Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only people who like Transformers are people in China. <laughs> but did it do it? Oh, I it did. It, I'm sure it did extremely well. It, it, these movies that they do extremely well overseas, but. They have fantasy games. Like, there, yeah. there is fantasy everything. Yeah. I remember reading about fantasy golf. I'm like, how do you play fantasy <laughs> golf? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, one of my friends, uh, the uh, my friend uh, Crunchy Sashimi, if he's watching on Twitch, hey, um, he plays fantasy hockey. Huh. And that's another one where, like, it's every day. Like, basketball is, like, almost every day. Yeah. Like, basketball requires a lot of upkeep, but it's, it's fantasy sports, man. If you're like a big fan of a sport, then that you want to play fantasy because yeah. you know a lot. You don't you don't just know your team. You know everything. Yeah. And back when I was younger, I thought I knew everything about basketball, so I want to play fantasy basketball. And as I got older, I've played fantasy football. Oh, I can totally like. I was always very proud. I could. I don't know. I felt like I always was really good at fantasy football mm-hmm. because I cared too much. Yeah. I would invest <laughs> way too much time in researching All which players are doing yeah. good, who's on the upswing, who's coming down. I would put all this time into it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's maddening when, you, like, you know, and I would get pissed. I, I'd see the update like such as a player got hurt. And I'd be like, "Fuck, my quarterback is down." Fuck you, Tony Romo. And so uh, that's what you gave her picking Tony Romo, dumbass. Like he got me a hundred fucking points. Fuck you. And it, yeah. it, it really it stirs up all these weird emotions. I guess, I, yeah, it's I, the equivalent it, of nerd rage. Yeah, I mean, I guess it gets you to feel more involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that inherently yes. Like yeah. defenders of fantasy football, it, it gets you. You care. You care yeah. about games that you would not have cared before. Like where, like right now, I would have only cared about games that the Chargers would be playing, mm-hmm. and like other games would be like, oh, if it's exciting, I'd want to watch it. But oh, I have a player on the New Orleans Saints. I want to watch this New Orleans Saints versus yeah. the Minnesota Vikings game because I have a player that's on that team. Then that, yeah. that, that I, I believe that that's how my my, my roommate that's yeah. how he justifies like oh it gets him to watch yeah. a bunch of games like normally he would just watch Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks games but he watches a lot that that's why we pay for the NFL Sunday ticket Sundays we, I I'll sit in my room flipping I'll watch Red Zone Channel and like he'll be flipping back and forth and getting the updates on his players yeah. watching them live. <laughs> at that point I can kind of see where how it works and you know yeah. why people get into it. But it, but I, I feel it. But then um, see me. I'm, I come from the, the more of the cynical side, where it's like, oh, I feel it makes people watch football for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah, I can see that too. You know, or it's like, yeah, like where you're, or or the the worst the worst thing I've ever I've ever felt while playing fantasy football. Is I, I hate the New England Patriots mm-hmm. for many reasons. I, I don't like them. And then whenever I always end up having like I, I for for fantasy purposes, I have to get a Patriot on my team. I'm like, fuck, I have to cheer for this team I don't like because yeah. And I feel it causes this conflict where, like, if you have a player from a team that you don't like, or like you're you're cheering for a team that you inherently hate, yeah, that'd be like watching the Avengers. Like, I'm cheering for Loki. <laughs> that'd be the nerd equivalent. Yeah. Or I'm watching Rick and Morty. I, I'm cheering for Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I want Jerry to do good because I'm invested in that. Yeah. That that would be the the, the nerd equivalent of like that's like anytime I have to cheer for the yeah. uh, I have to cheer for the freaking Patriots. Oh, I have to hope the Raiders do good. Uh, <laughs> for my, the times I've had Broncos like, like oh shit, this Broncos really good. Uh, it behooves me in fantasy football to take <laughs> yes. this Bronco. It behooves me to take this Patriot. I'm like, yeah. oh, like there's one year I picked Tom Brady. I'm like, oh, he's going to be angry all season. And he did he did really well that year. Oh, there you go. But it fucking it hurt my soul. Yeah. Because no. I had to hope Tom Brady. I always want Tom Brady to do bad. <laughs> I don't like Tom Brady. He's a shithead. Wow. 
That's why I don't like fantasy football. It causes all kinds of weird conflict. And some people say, no, I would never pick a team from my pick a player from my rival. And that's why you finish in eighth place. Yeah. Because <laughs> you stick to your beliefs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I believe? What's that? I believe we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I believe. Every time I think, oh man, there, there's no, I'm not going to have enough to talk about. I'm never, like, every time I come in, there's stuff on the sheet we didn't get to. <laughs> stuff for next week, I guess. Yeah, you go. You can always follow Pete Molini at nostalgic underscore books. You can follow me at Dre GP Podcast. You can follow Executive Producer Sam, who's floating in, in the ether out here, at SamZ570. Uh, for or whoever was watching on Twitch, I believe it's Chanel. I think I can't see the screen. It's kind of we're in a tight studio. Yeah. We, we this is a tight, tiny studio. Nope. It's it, it's a it's a small studio. Yeah. Look, look up. Like normally we're pretty far apart. This time we're kind of like, right like banging knees yeah. and shit. <laughs> uh, as usual, you can always catch us here Monday nights. Dre's Geek Philosophy. You can watch us here on Facebook as you're watching right now, or you can watch us on twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. We're here on Wednesday nights on Facebook mm-hmm. for Pete's show, the multiverse comic show. If you like comic books, if you want some in-depth talk, some as my friend Ryan Rios, who's watching right now, you want some Lost in the Woods comic book talk, yeah. <laughs> co- show up here Wednesday nights in the 8 o'clock hour. We will talk comic books. And that's also on Facebook.com mm-hmm. forward slash Dre GP podcast. On Saturday nights, I fire up my old Super Nintendo. I point my Facebook camera at that TV and I do Dre versus Super Nintendo. Currently still playing Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I'm having a good ass time and I'm getting my ass kicked <laughs> by that game, but it is awesome. Tune in on Saturday nights. All the videos are archived here on the Facebook page. If you're watching on Twitch or listening on, on Facebook, again, facebook.com forward slash Podcast. All of our videos are archived there for your enjoyment. That, that's pretty much it. That, 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 that's the show. We did the show. <laughs> we did the thing. For Pete Molini, for the ethereal Sam Zia, who's not here, I am Dre Cervantes. Thank you for watching. I really appreciate those of you who really chimed in, who showed up. Ryan Rios, Rick Mears, Kit Fam. Joanna Morales, anyone, Joseph Gasparian, or Harold Hall, all, all you guys who chimed in, who showed up live. I really appreciate when you guys show show up live. Be sure to share this video with your friends so everyone can watch it later after the fact. Hope, get, help us get more views. That helps us. Eventually, <laughs> I can con someone into sponsoring the show. Because, <laughs> good God, sometimes with this content of the show, I don't know if we'll ever get a sponsor. But, hey, you never know. We can get a, a weed dispensary. Maybe I'll get uh, stamps.com. Stamps.com. <laughs> or, or maybe I'll get draft. Maybe after today's episode, I won't get DraftKings.com. No, might, <laughs> might not be. Might, my, my, might not get them. Might not happen. So, thank you for watching. Have a good night. Peace.